Learn how Alina Health is committed to providing you support on your path to better health in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Back pain is one of the most common and difficult occupational health problems and is a very common reason for absence from work. My guest today is Dr. Jeff Meyer. He's a board-certified occupational medicine and internal medicine physician at Alina Health Coon Rapids Clinic. Welcome to the show. Dr. Meyer, how much of a problem is back pain? What is it doing to this country in terms of absenteeism from work and keeping people from living the quality of life they'd like to live? Um, low back pain is a is a significant problem. It's a very common medical complaint. Um, surveys of the U.S. population show that at least 80 to 90 percent of the United States population has had at least one significant episode of low back pain. Among medical providers, it is the fifth most common reason for office visits in the United States. But what is important to realize is that most episodes of low back pain resolve with time if the person stays active, if they stay up and moving and walking. It's very important to be up and walking and moving in order for your low back pain to heal. Are there certain risk factors to having low back pain? And I I know what you're saying when you say how many people will have had back pain in their lives and you can't appreciate the pain unless it's actually happened to you before. Are there certain things that would predispose somebody to having back problems? In my experience, and when we have tested back strength of patients, um, weakness of back muscles is one of the most common causes of prolonged back pain. Weakness of the muscles around the core of your trunk, around your back and your abdomen, is a very important risk factor. Now, when they do surveys, Smokers have a lot more back pain than non-smokers, but that has not been proven to be a cause and effect. You can't say that smoking causes back pain, but smokers do have more back pain. What's the link between obesity and back pain? You will read often that obesity is a risk factor for low back pain, but when you really look at the research, many scientific studies have looked at obesity and low back pain and have not shown that obesity causes low back pain. There was one big study where severely obese patients weighing many hundreds of pounds had bariatric surgery. These were obese patients with low back pain. And they lost hundreds of pounds, but their low back pain did not improve. So I want my patients who are obese to lose weight to lower the risk for diabetes, for heart disease, high blood pressure, cancer, stroke. But there isn't a guarantee that it will lessen their back pain. When you see certain people at jobs and they're wearing back braces, are there certain jobs that are more likely to have back problems, back causes, those sorts of things? Well, actually, people often think that if they have a job with heavy lifting, they will have more low back pain than if they have a sitting job. But that isn't necessarily true. There was one study of Swedish farmers, owners of their own farms, who did very heavy lifting and pulling at their work. They also spent hours sitting on a vibrating tractor. And these Swedish researchers followed these farmers for many, many years, and they compared them to a group of comparison subjects who did seated jobs. And they found actually that the farmers had less neck and low back pain than the comparison subjects who spent all day sitting at an office. 
So it's important for the health of your back that you stay active and moving. So when we're talking about back pain, this is a general term. How do you determine what is the cause, whether it's a bulging disc or stenosis or just osteoarthritis setting in? How do you evaluate back pain and determine what the cause is? Well, you often get the most information from talking with your patient and doing a physical exam. One of the most frustrating things about low back pain is that 90% of the time, you can't be sure what exact tissue or what exact structure in the back is causing a person's low back pain. It is very frustrating. The tissues in the low back that have pain fibers include the muscles, the ligaments on the back of the spine called the ligamentum flavum, the facet joints, and the outermost part of the disc, which is a tough ligament-like structure called the annulus fibrosis. The inner part of the disc, which is like gelatin, has no pain fibers. Wow. So people don't even always realize in the movements and the things that they do. Do you want people, do you send them for an MRI or do x-rays show what you need to find out? What do people have to do to figure out what the cause of their back problems are? In certain situations, MRI scans can be very helpful, and they are indicated if a patient has sciatica, which is nerve pain traveling down the back of the leg to the foot, and if this patient has had back pain with sciatica that has not gotten better with time, with staying active and with walking, or with physical therapy, or with chiropractic manipulation. But if there's no pain traveling down the back of the leg to the foot, if there's no sciatica, then lumbar MRI scans actually don't tell me much because it is really common to find abnormalities on lumbar MRI scans of people who have no low back pain. There was one study of volunteers. They were pretty young. Their average age was 35 years, and they had no back pain. Among these 35-year-old average volunteers, 40% had disc protrusions and 18% had disc extrusions, yet they had no low back pain. Now, patients will often say my back pain is from a disc bulge, but disc bulges are a normal finding on MRIs of the spine. Everyone has disc bulges on MRI scans. The disc is a gel-packed shock absorber, and it's meant to bulge. So this is really frustrating, but you can have a patient with excruciating low back pain from a muscle strain, and they, and they can have a disc protrusion or a disc extrusion on their MRI that is not causing their low back pain. If you would take a patient like that and you do a lumbar fusion where you remove their disc and replace it with bone and metal hardware, their low back pain will not get better because that disc herniation or that disc protrusion or disc extrusion was not causing their back pain. It was what we call an asymptomatic finding. So again, MRI scans can be extremely helpful if a patient has sciatica, pain radiating down the back of the leg to the foot, and they have numbness in their foot in the distribution of a lumbar spinal nerve. And if they then have an MRI scan that shows a disc protrusion or a disc extrusion, pushing on the nerve that correlates with with numbness in that part of the foot, then you know that that is the cause of their sciatica. So Dr. Meyer, people are back and forth about bracing your back, about ice, and about heat. 
What sort of a man are you? Are you an ice man, a heat man? What do you do when people first experience this back pain? We don't have a lot of time, but I'd love to get to treatments and things people can do and those exercises to keep your core strong. Sure. Heat or ice can be helpful for the back. Um, When you sprain a joint, you always ice it. But when it's a muscle strain, you can do either heat or ice. Ice does not feel good for me when I have a back strain. As far as back braces, they have not been shown to be helpful or to prevent a back strain. Um, One of the most important treatments for low back pain is to stay active and moving and avoid prolonged bed rest. Prolonged bed rest has been shown in studies to be harmful. Um, Over-the-counter medications like ibuprofen, naproxen, or Tylenol can be helpful. Walking is very helpful. Physical therapy and chiropractic manipulation can be beneficial. Um, I have found that programs to increase the strength of back muscles are very effective treatment for low back pain. Now, for uh, someone who has had recurrent episodes of back pain or really prolonged episodes of low back pain where standard physical therapy hasn't helped, there is a computerized strengthening program called the Medics that has been invented, and it's very effective for treating prolonged low back pain. And they have the medics at many different locations. They have it at the Courage Kenny Spine Rehabilitation Institute, at PNBC, at the Institute of Athletic Medicine, at Twin City Orthopedics, at PDR, and the Hudson Physicians in Hudson, Wisconsin have it. And there are several other locations. It's very helpful. Dr. Meyer, when is surgery what has to be done? People go for back surgery all the time. Is it really necessary? Give us your advice about back surgery. Um, Sometimes lumbar surgery is necessary. If a patient has a disc herniation pressing on a nerve and that patient develops weakness in their leg, or if their low back pain and sciatica do not go away with other treatments. But it's important to remember that disc herniations do get reabsorbed by the body over time, and disc herniations often heal without surgery. And there was a study in Norway on patients with disc herniations pressing on a spinal nerve causing sciatica, where you knew that the disc was the cause of their pain. And in these patients, a medic's intensive strengthening program was as effective as a lumbar fusion. So in just the last minute or two, Dr. Meyer, give your best advice for something that is so painful and so common that so many people have for their back pain. Give your best advice for possibly preventing it in the first place. The most important way to prevent back pain is to keep your back muscles strong, to stay active. Um, I think in summary, the most important parts to remember about back pain is that most episodes of low back pain do resolve if a person stays active and out of bed. Um, Over-the-counter medications can help. Physical therapy and chiropractic manipulation can help. MRI scans are usually not indicated uh, early on when somebody has back pain, and they often don't tell me what is actually causing a person's back pain. Um, and the Medics Intensive Strengthening Program can be very effective. Thank you so much, Dr. Meyer. It is great information. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.